You are now in the mix of Sports Talk with Scott. Here he is, the great Scott. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? I thank you for downloading and subscribing Sports Talk with Scott. I am your host and the hardest working man in the podcast business, the great Scott. Man, I tell you, another week of sports is another great week. The NHL is going off. The NBA starts on Tuesday. The MLB, the Astros and the Yankees are in a duel right now. I cannot, oh man, I cannot wait to break this down. The NFL, week seven. Week six was fantastic. I can only imagine what week seven is going to bring us. College football last week. I am so ready to break this down, man. I cannot wait. It is going crazy in the sports world. Just a reminder for everybody, October is breast cancer awareness month sports talk with scott crew is trying to do their part in helping finding a cure one play equals one dollar so listen to sports talk with scott as many times as you can let's get those plays up so we can donate more so let's come on let's let's do our parts everybody let's get this going but without further ado let's dig into some sports talks man the nhl world i tell you it's going crazy ladies and gentlemen it is going crazy it's just so fantastic to see this sport back. There's a lot of hitting going on. There's Everything's just going. The teams are so unique this year. There isn't just one-sided with, you know, the Capitals running off with it or any other team running off with it. Everybody seems to be good. The Boston Bruins look good. The Colorado Avalanche, man, this is a shocker for me. They're coming out strong. and It's just so good to see this sport back. The Kings, I got some news about the Kings. The Kings covered the banner of Taylor Swift. For you know the record number of sold out concerts at the Staples Center, they covered this. They covered her banner up because they thought it was a curse. So that was pretty funny. I thought I'd share that with everybody. But the NHL world is back, ladies and gentlemen. It is looking good this year. I, I love the Colorado Avalanche. I, I I like seeing these guys play. They play fast. They play hard. They play tough. The, this is a very good team, and I can't wait to see you know keep seeing throughout the season how they look throughout the season. I I really want to see the New Jersey Devils come along. You know that Jack Hughes. I like. P.K. Saban, he's coming along. So I want to see these New Jersey Devils. My Blackhawks, unfortunately, aren't, you know, doing the greatest of the greats. But, you know, they're getting there. But uh, I can't wait. NHL is looking good. So check that out. Check that sport out. It's it's already started. The NBA, like I said, the season kicks off Tuesday. And what a disappointment already because Zion Williamson, he injured his knee and he'll be out several weeks. And that's just unfortunate. You know, there was so much hype about this kid coming into the league, about him playing. And now he's already hurt. But I'm not... I'm really not surprised, to be honest with you. The guy's been hurt in high school. He's been hurt at college at Duke. And now he's just in the NBA hurt. And so his career, if he can stay healthy, he's going to have a nice career. But, you know, he's so injury prone, and that's so un- and that's so unfortunate for him. I can't wait to see it kick off on Tuesday. I can't wait to see the Clippers. I can't wait to see my Bulls. The Bulls, they, you know, they got all this hype with Kobe White, Zach Levine, Wendell Carter. I cannot wait to see these guys. They, I, I mean, they're not going to be number one in the Eastern Conference. No, they're not. But I guarantee you they can finish like fifth or sixth, and people are like, oh, fifth, fifth or sixth, what does that mean? I tell you what, that fifth or sixth seed means a little bit more than, you know, uh, AC having to, go against, having to go against the number one in the playoffs. So I don't mind a fifth or sixth seed from the Chicago Bulls, but it's going to be very interesting. The Milwaukee Bucks are looking to come out strong. The 76ers, I can't wait to see this team without Jimmy Butler, knowing that he's with the Heat now. But I can't, this NBA season is going to be very nice. Teams have switched it up a little bit. This is going to be very exciting. But transitioning into the boxing world, Patrick Day, 
27 years old. He passed away from brain injuries he sustained last Saturday after getting knocked out. Just an unbelievable kid, man. 27 years old, well-liked in the boxing world. You know, he was coming up strong, and so it's unfortunate to hear this. And th this is just the tragedy of boxing, man. You know, you take these beatings in the ring, and this is what happens. So it's unfortunate. My condolences to his family and everybody around him. But Patrick Day, 27, passed away last Saturday. Earl Spence Jr., this guy, he had a knockout. He knocked somebody. I forgot who it was that he knocked out a few weeks ago. But then the following week, he gets a DUI charge because he got into a crash. He's he's all right. He's doing better. But they just charged him with a DWI. It's unfortunate. This guy is. I can't. He just he's just having an unfortunate situation of bad luck right there. So that's just something I thought I'd share with you guys. Tyson Fury fight. He's coming up pretty soon. That cut apparently looks good because he's everywhere. The Gypsy King is everywhere right now. He's in the WWE. He's in the MMA. He's trying to do everything right now. But that's coming up. And then Dante Wilder fight comes up. So I can't wait to see this. Hopefully these guys can get that rematch next year february i cannot wait to see that mlb like i said this oh man i gotta start off with this mlb cc sabathia cc sabathia hurt his knee in game five and it's unfortunate because his career is now over what a hell of a career this guy has had you know 251 wins he was a six-time all-star 2007 cy young winner world series champion and he's in the 3000 strikeout club CC Sabathia, man, I just want to thank you for everything. You know, I, when I was growing up, I was watching CC Sabathia on the Minnesota Twins. And now I got to see him at, at, with the Yankees as I got older. And this is just a tremendous guy, man. He was just a stand-up guy. He was all about his locker room. He, he was all about his team. And that's just what you see from guys like that. So, big shout-out to CC Sabathia. Hope retirement goes well. And thank you for all the years in the MLB you've given to us. The Nats sweep the Cardinals in four. The Washington Nationals going to their first World Series. They just swept the Cardinals. I thought the Cardinals were going to have more to offer. It's considering what they... What they did in the divisional round. And they come in the conference round and just get swept by the Nets. So great job by the Nets. And they did it without Bryce Harper. So that's like a slap in the face. And Phillies didn't even make it. So congratulations to the Nets on making it to the World Series. Their next opponent, either going to be the Yankees or the Astros, they are just in a duel right now. They are just in a fucking duel right now. And I got the Yan I want the Yankees to win this one. I thought they were going to sweep them. But Springer, Carrera, Altuve, these guys are fucking hidden. And it's unbelievable. So it's some good games. And these aren't no blowout slugs. Fest games either. These are some great games. I, like yesterday. Yesterday's game was 4-1. to one, And it's just unbelievable. They did get Stanton back in. They got Juan Carlos Stanton back in the lineup for the Yankees. That's good. They need him in that lineup. They Their pitching is what's going to be the struggle. So they have to go to that method of hitting matters first. And once they get that, then they're going to be okay. But I don't know. I don't know. You got Garrett Cole coming up, and then you got Verlander coming up in the next two games, game six and seven. So I hope the Yankees can pull this one off, though. They should pull it off. They do have to go back to Houston. That's going to be unfortunate. That Houston home crowd is going to be rocking. But I, I, I can see the Yankees pulling this off if pitching matters. They might have to turn to that bullpen a little early, but that shouldn't be a problem. College football. College football is unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I met earlier. Last week, Georgia fell to South Carolina. The, the number three ranked team fell. And so that just cha that just changed the whole momentum of the college football world up. It, it just changed the whole flow. Now you got LSU that jumps into number two. Clemson falls to number three. Alabama goes to number one. And then they put Ohio State at number four. What the fuck are they thinking? <laughs> what are they what are, what are they thinking? How do you put Ohio State in there? Why is Oklahoma not in the top four? 
I mean, only the top four teams make it to the playoffs. How is Oklahoma not in the top four? Jalen Hurts has been on a fucking revenge tour. He has been going crazy. He has thrown 300-plus yards in every game this season. How is How are they not number four? You put Ohio State up there? Ohio State is in the Big Ten. They haven't played anybody. But Oklahoma is somehow number five. I will argue about this until I'm blue in the face. They should at least be in the top four. Clemson should be number four in uh Clemson should be number four, and Oklahoma should be number three. But I like it. LSU at number two. I like the I like the top two. Alabama, LSU. I cannot wait till these two teams meet. This is going to be a great game. They actually meet tonight, so I cannot wait for that. It's going to be a very exciting game. Hopefully, LSU can knock off Alabama. I, I want to see that. I truly do want to see that. Transitioning into the NFL. The NFL. I got to start off with this about the NFL. The NFL refs are blowing the game. The game Monday night between the Packers and the Lions was atrocious. The Lions should have won that game. The Packers should have lost. But due to penalties, not even penalties that were, were worth calling, there weren't even any penalties. The refs have, are blowing the game. This pass interference rule change is just totally destroying the game. The game's becoming too soft. You know, you can't tug. You can't be a little more physical. They're protecting the quarterbacks way too much now. And so the NFL refs have to get back to letting the boys play. They, they truly do. Let the boys play, refs. Hey, you know, you got to stop calling these penalties with these face masks. and Not face masks, but hands to the face. It's They're in the trenches, guys. Guys, they're in the trenches, so they're fighting, and they're trying to fight and get everything going. NFL refs, you got to let these guys play. You got to let it play out. They are blowing the game, though. Patrick Mahomes, he got injured on Thursday night. Ooh, dislocated knee. Unfortunate for the reigning MVP, but MRI did come back clean. He didn't tear any ligament damage, so he'll be out three weeks. So for all you fantasy guys, you might want to start looking at some backup quarterbacks for the next few weeks. Hell, Minshew's out there. If Jacoby Brissett, that would be the guy I would just go get if if you know if he's still in your leagues. Jacoby Brissett is one guy I would go pick up if you have Patrick Mahomes. Because Jacoby Brissett next few matchups are pretty good. He's already been through his bye. So, I mean, that's just a guy you can go get and he'll put up the numbers for you. He won't put up the Patrick Mahomes stats for you, but he's he'll be a solid, you know, 15, 20 point guy. And that's what you kind of look for in those leagues. The Rams. Oh, my goodness. This is what I meant by the NFL is going crazy. The Rams trade Marcus Peters. I mean, if you guys know Marcus Peters, he's not one of the best corners in the league. He's been getting toasted this year. I smell toast because he's been getting toasted, really. But he got traded. Not even an hour after they trade him, they trade for Jalen Ramsey. They trade for Jalen fucking Ramsey. This is one of the best cornerbacks in the league, uh, if not the best cornerback in the league, you know, behind Tredavious White, and you got Xavier Rhodes over there in, in Minnesota. Jalen Ramsey is just what this team needed. They did give a lot away for him, you know, two first-round picks for 2020 and 2021 and a fourth-round pick. That's just, I mean, that's just a yard. But they are set for the next few years if Jalen Ramsey re-signs with them. You know, they got Aaron Donald locked in. They got Jared Goff locked in. Todd Gurley's locked in. Brandon Cooks is locked in. So their 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 future is locked in for the next four to five years. They just have to keep Jalen Ramsey there. He may walk in unrestricted free agency, but we'll see. I think it's a good move on the Rams part. They needed some defense. They've been struggling these last three games with their secondary. So Jalen Ramsey should be a big boost for this team. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the Rams. I want to know what Todd Gurley, his situation is like. His knee's not doing too well. He, You know, he's injured all the time. And so I want to see what he looks like. If he looks healthy, this team, possibilities limitless. 
Digging into week seven, I'll do like I always do, break down the early slates for you guys. The late slates will be posted on the website. Actually, they are posted on the website, so you can check those out. I'll have the lineups posted on Instagram at Sports Talk with Scott. But without further ado, let's break down these week seven matchups. The early game slate starts off with Jacksonville and Cincinnati. I like this game. This is a heavy dosage of Leonard Fournette game. Cincinnati's ranked 31st in the run defense. They, they just aren't winning. And so this is a game that can be great. Like I said, Jacksonville traded away Jalen Ramsey, so Andy Dalton could be looking to deliver some airmail over the top for these guys. And you got Tyler Boyd, who hasn't really been doing much. Audrey, Auden Tate. Man, I want to see Tyler Eifert. I think this is a game you see Tyler Eifert. I do like Minshew in this one. I do like DJ Chark in this one. I think, like I said, you get a heavy dosage of Leonard Fournette. I think Leonard Fournette is going to be key in this game. I Hell, I would play Leonard Fournette in every damn thing, especially FanDuel, because, the, I mean, like I said, 31st ranked run defense. I like Leonard Fournette in this one. Get a heavy dosage of Leonard Fournette in this one. So, like I said, I got Jacksonville winning this one, but I, I would definitely, there's a lot of guys you can play in this one. You can play the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. You can play Tyler Boyd. Minshew is the quarterback I would play over Andy Dalton, though, and DJ Chark and Leonard Fournette. But I like this one. The over-under on this one, 43.5 with Jacksonville winning by four. I like that over-under. Uh, I would take the over on that, but I like that one. Uh, the next game, L.A. Rams at the Atlanta Falcons. Man, this is going to be a shootout game. Reason being... Matt Ryan hasn't thrown for less than 300 yard passing yards this year, and I don't think I don't think that'll stop against the Rams. Jalen Ramsey, it looked like he, it looks like he will be playing, so maybe that might slow him down, but I don't think so. I look for Julio Jones to get back on track. Julio and Jalen Ramsey, oh man, I give this matchup to Julio all day long. This is going to be a nice game. You can stack this game. I like the Matt Ryan or Jared Goff. You know, I like Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and then switch it off with Julio. I don't know about Devontae Freeman. I'll kind of fade Devontae Freeman. Todd Gurley, I would also fade. It's other matchups, like, like I said, Leonard Fournette. I would take Leonard Fournette over both Devontae Freeman and Ty Gurley. But this one, I would get a heavy dosage of either the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. And anybody else, I would just fade in this one. But I love this game, a high-scoring game. They had this over-under at 54 with L.A. winning by three. I would definitely take the over on this one. It's going to be a high-scoring game. So I do like, like I said, the stack-up of the quarterback and wide receivers. But I like that one. I got L.A. winning that one, though. <laughs> Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. This game, oh, man. Let me give you guys a little insight. T.Y. Hilton has toasted the Texans in every game he's played against them. In 15 games against the Texans, he has 1,200 receiving yards. So I don't look for that to slow down at all. I think Jacoby Brissett, they, him and T.Y. are looking at that stat, and I think he's going to get a heavy dosage of T.Y. The only question I have, the question mark that I have for this game, T.Y. Hilton is a little injured still. So Jacoby Brissett may be looking to the, his tight ends, Eric Ebron, and Jack Doyle. But don't don't leave out Marlon Mack. I like Marlon Mack. And in, in all the games this year, he only has one game with less than 20 carries. I look for a heavy pound game, and I look for Kobe Brissett to throw over the top. Hell, Houston secondary is not that great. On that side of the ball, Deshaun Watson has to look for other receivers. He cannot get zoned in on one damn receiver like he hasn't like he has this season. He has to get Will Fuller incorporated. He has to get Hopkins incorporated. He does not have a game this year where two receivers have a touchdown apiece. He has to get those guys going. He has to do something. And so I look for him to try to get it going against not a against a good defense. Indianapolis coach do get Darius Leonard back. So that'll be interesting to see that. But I, I like this game. This game, 47 over under with Indianapolis coach winning by one point. They only gave him one point. Wow, that's that's unfortunate. Uh Miami at Buffalo. 
Woo-wee, Miami at Buffalo. This could be a trap game right here for Buffalo. Reason being, they're coming off their bye, and it's against Miami. So they may come into this game relaxed, maybe too relaxed. And for Miami, Fitzmagic is back starting at quarterback. Albert Wilson is healthy. Devontae Parker, he's just getting warmed up. He has a touchdown in the last two games. This is something. Fitzmagic loves the deep ball. And we've seen what he did last year in the three games that when he came in and started. So he can be magical. And so I look for Albert Wilson to start hitting him over the top, you know, Tredavious White, like I said, he's a good corner. He's probably the best. But, hell, if you come in too relaxed, Miami may look to get that. So I, I do like Josh Allen in this for Buffalo. I do like Devin Singletary. Miami's defense is damn near ranked last in everything. So Josh Allen and Devin Singletary, they may look to eat up some yards on that on that ground game. And Josh Allen may hit him over the top for a deep ball. So I like I like I I do like this game. And I, like I said, it can be a trap. I would, in a tournament, as a sleeper, play Albert Wilson. Just throw Albert Wilson in one. Or Devontae Parker, either or. They'll be nice, but I do like Devin Singletary, and I do like Josh Allen. The over-under on this one, they got 41 with Buffalo winning by 16.5. Wow, that's a hell of a blowout for them. Minnesota at Detroit. I love this game. Kirk Cousins has to keep it going. And what better way than the 29th ranked pass defense? Kirk Cousins will keep hitting Adam Thielen. He will keep Stephon Dick, keep hitting Stephon Diggs. This guy, he's trying to feed his receivers. He's trying to feed these guys. So I look for Kirk Cousins to do his thing. I do like Dalvin Cook in this one. Dalvin Cook may be good. I I, I mean the Lions run defense, they're not that great. They let Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams chew them up on Monday night. So I look for them, I look for these guys to get it going on the ground. I do like uh, I do like Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford is just a fucking airmail deliverer. He delivers that airmail very good. So I like Matthew Stafford. I like what he can do. I do like Galladay. I like Marvin Jones in this one for some reason. Marvin Jones is doing pretty damn good. I like he's just a sleeper, deep ball sleeper. Him and TJ Hawkinson. I look for this one to be a shootout. The over on the over under on this one, 44 with Minnesota winning by 2.5. Oakland Raiders at Green Bay Packers. Man, the Oakland Raiders are down so many weapons. They, they truly are. Wall of the Ballers hurt. Tyrell Williams, he's already ruled out. They do get Zay Jones. I like Zay Jones as a sleeper, but I would fade every damn body from the Raiders. Green Bay Packers, I like Aaron Rodgers, but he's depleted at wide receiver. Devontae Adams is out. MVS is out. Geronimo Allen, Allison is out. So uh, Rodgers has to throw. He's going to be throwing to his third and fourth string receivers. Lazard, though, he's pretty nice. He came in the game and had a touchdown last week. But I do like, I do look for them to eat the I do look for them to eat the ground game up. Jamal Williams, he had a big game last week. I look for them to continue that. Aaron Jones, he has to, I don't know, he had a fumble last week and he dropped a touchdown. So we got to see the, what they do. But I do like Aaron Rodgers in this game. I really wouldn't do too much of a stack in this one considering MVS, you know, Devontae Adams and Allison is out. But we got to see Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham would be a nice sleeper at tight end. The over-under on this game, 47 with Green Bay winning by 4.5. The next game, San Francisco at the Washington Redskins. Oh, my gosh. The 49ers are undefeated. They're 6-0. Don't look now, but they're 6-0. This can be a game where, you know, they keep they keep it going. They keep the ball rolling. Washington Redskins' run defense is fucking garbage. Straight trash. And they got, you know, Tevin Coleman's back healthy. He's doing good. Matt Breda, he's doing good. I look for them to use those two. I like the stack if you stack Matt Breda and Tevin Coleman in the same lineup. I think, that, I think that's possible because they both get the same amount of touches and they eat up the same amount of yardage. So I look for both of those guys to do right. Jimmy G, I don't think you'll see a lot of him passing in this week just because the 
run game is so strong, and Washington Redskins' run defense is so garbage. So I, I expect a lot of heavy dosage of Matt Breda and Tevin Coleman. On the opposite side of the ball, Casey Keenum and Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry's been eating it up. And so I look for them to try to continue that. The 49ers' defense, man, they just rank, they, they're like top ranked. Second in the pass, third against the run. So I don't know what Washington Redskins can do. I don't think AP will be, this is his week. Chris Thompson is out, so you, you will see a heavy dosage of AP. But I don't think they'll be getting it going with AP. So I would fade anybody from the Washington Redskins. If anybody, I would probably play Paul Richardson, you know, or Quinn. I do like Quinn, Trey Quinn as a slot. Casey Keenum's going to be looking to get the ball out of his hand pretty quick. So Trey Quinn might be that option. But I do like the San Francisco 49ers running back, Matt Breda and Tevin Coleman in this game. Like I said, I would stack both of those in the same lineup. The over-under on this one. 41, San Fran winning by 9.5. The last game for the 1 p.m. slate, Arizona Cardinals at the New York Giants. This game is good. This game I have up there with that L.A. Rams and Atlanta Falcons game. You can pick anybody from each side. Yeah, for the Giants, Sterling Shepard is out, but they do get Saquon Barkley back. I like Saquon. I do like Saquon in this one. Considering that both of these teams, they rank damn near dead last in pass defense and run defense, this is why I like this game so much. I think Kyler Murray is going to have a big day, a big game. I think Larry Fitzgerald, that's the guy I, I really like tomorrow and as a wide receiver. Larry Fitz, I believe, is going to have a great game. This is a game you're going to see him get like 150 receiving yards with maybe two touchdowns. That's the way I feel about it. I think he's going to be great like that. And so I, I, that's why I do like the Cardinals. And Janoris Jenkins, if he is on Larry, oh my God, he is going to have a huge fucking game. So look for that. The Giants, Golden Tate, he's going to be that guy. But like I said, you get Saquon Barkley and Evan Ingram back. That may open it up for Golden Tate. I believe a lot of airmail is going to be delivered in this game, just considering the fact it's going to be a shootout like that. Both of these defenses are not that good and ne on neither side of the ball. And so this can be a great shootout game like Arizona has done so much. And Arizona's getting warmed up. The Giants have kind of fallen back down to reality. But I look for them to get it going. The over-under on that game, 50.5. They got the Giants winning by three. I don't think that's the case. I think Arizona wins by a touchdown. But that's my breakdown of the 1 p.m. games. You can check out the website, sportstalkwithscott.com, for all the other games on tomorrow. You can also check out the Instagram page, Sports Talk with Scott for all the other games and lineups in the morning. But unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes another episode of Sports Talk with Scott. Until next week, actually, until Monday. This is only part one. I have a special guest. Coming in on Monday to recap week seven. So this is only part one. But like I always say, have a safe week and a productive week. The great Scott is out. Yeah.